0: Yeah, that thing's useful if you actually have people that come on and and watch your show. We should have some people on, but it's I don't normally get on on Friday night, and uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of Friday night live shows in the comic community now.
1: Oh, look, there we you go, your back cave. There you go. Yeah,
0: hold on a second. Let me. Uh, I haven't turned the sound down over here on my other thing. That's that's how we work it here. Let's see there. Anyway, um, so I got uh, Matt here from Wednesday Serial. Um, someone, someone I'd consider. I would consider you. There's Ben Compton. Hey, look. Some people look. TK's Batcaves. Instead of playing Call of Duty, he's come here to say yo yo. Uh, and Ben I Ben Compton's a uh, I see him in the in the the comments and in the chats across YouTube world. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to do this. I I think you I think I think what was the (laughs) genesis of this? You got kicked out, you got kicked off the podcast, right?
1: Oh, I mean, and then I I was like, I'll do a
0: pod. We're this is not a podcast. I was like, I'll do a podcast with you. I think that was the genesis of
1: this. Yes, it was it. Yeah, more or less. Um, Yeah, we don't have to get into the old thing, but like Uh I was just looking for some people to talk comics with, and you're like, let's do it. And I was like, yeah. So we're here to talk comics. That is the whole. Shouldn't give. It, hey, it's Gore. Gore, oh, what's go. so up? Went.
0: Old YouTube meets new YouTube. Earth one, Matt and Chris, and Earth two, Matt. I don't know. I don't know which one that is. I'm more of a. a I'm more of a multiverse. Six one six. I mean, I can't remember what Age of Apocalypse is. That's definitely where I would be from. I think it's two fifty five, Earth two fifty 250 or two fifty five, something there, like that. There is a number. I I could look. Yeah, two ninety. It might be two ninety. I care I care because I I've uh, you you know the problem is is that the 2099 earth number and the age of apocalypse number are very close they're like in the 200s
1: so I just don't remember either one you know and I thought they were just all made up and nobody cared and it was like um, whose land is it anyways no I always look on wiki (laughs) I always look on wiki to see what earth it is 295 is is what I'm seeing
0: on wiki on wiki age of apocalypse right Yeah, okay. And then the problem with the 2099 universe is that there's actually a bunch of them. To be, I was gonna
1: say, like, aren't there multiple Age of Apocalypse universes technically? Because like, there's the there's the 90s one, of course. Yeah. Technically, there's a spinoff of that that's very similar but slightly different in Exiles, if I remember right. And then there's the the what was two ongoings, but the way Marvel does it, one ongoing that happened like only a handful of years ago relative not, to the rest of it.
0: So there was there is an X-Force comic that was called Age of Apocalypse and that there was that, that too. was not Yeah, okay, there's that too, yeah. And then uh and the
1: the, the the ongoing followed that and was in that one.
0: Was in that one. Okay, and yeah. then there's and then they visited it like before Hickman took over X-Men, there was a they went to Age Robinson's of Apocalypse. Run? Huh?
1: Was in Robinson's run. Rosenberg's Rosenberg yeah
0: yeah it's either it was either Zach. it was either Rosenberg or uh the Zach uh Thompson run but now I'm trying to think I think that might have been a construct of of X-Man though I'm thinking but sometimes they don't oh, go they don't name them all like in the exiles you couldn't name every one of those multi Your know, every piece of that multiverse that they visit in exiles so oh, sometimes they Will they well they go unnumbered is what I'm saying they go right, unnumbered yeah yeah i'm just giving you crap yeah yeah so anyway 295 is the important one i'm gonna drink this i guess i should show i normally show people what i drink this is called yeah. sin highway it's an imperial stout Oof, oh that's
1: it's big it's heavy it's drinking yeah. for late night
0: <laughs> yeah well it's friday it's friday and i'm at, i'm uh out on the town talking about comics on the internet Fair uh enough. this is Habanero, vanilla, cinnamon. I normally don't, don't like flavored stuff, but in a pure stuff, it's okay. Well, well
1: so. I I'm seeing Gore talk about my age. I wonder how old he thinks I am. <laughs> that's
0: a good question. I'm gonna. I should talk to these people that are in the chat, but I'll talk to talk to you more. So, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's this is how it came about. This is sort of how. It, ooh, that was big. Sort of how it came about um we just shot up I, what whose that uh, discord was it in was it in uh wednesday a lot of people are named after wednesday
1: yeah um, what's up with that it's yeah, like they stole it from, from someone <laughs> yeah
0: wednesday yeah or or maybe comics about that day i'm gonna yeah, take all know. of your names what i'm gonna do is take all of your wednesday names wednesday pool list wednesday Serial. uh there's a couple other ones and i'm just gonna switch them to tuesday and only cover dc it's <laughs> gonna be my trick you know all the dot coms Oh, you should just cover Valiant. Then you'll like really have a narrow. <laughs> I mean, I would cover Valiant, but they come out on Wednesday. So it's like your area. Yeah. Oh, right. I've... That, that would be yours and, and pool list. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So I was excited. I've been watching <laughs> you for a while just cause I, I know you through, through Damien.
1: I think that's right? how that's most how...
0: people know me. Yeah. Yeah. we pick, I picked you up through Damien pro- probably through the podcasts. And yep. uh, I was like, like, who the hell is this guy? You and don't f- talk crap about X-Men, but you talk crap about
1: everything else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. A I, little. yeah, well, I mean, I like Terez stuff, but uh, I just, for a note for anyone listening, uh, that podcast, Never Stay Dead, I do with Damien, it's infrequent as hell. Um, but that's not the one I was kicked off of. So. No, no, that's, that's not like... the one. Damien's too nice. Hey, there we go. Leave Eagle.
0: Yeah. Holy crap. The Eagle, the evil league of X-Men fans. Yeah. You know, we don't need our X-Men to be heroes. Damien. I don't think they ever were to be honest. What's score saying here? That's how I met Matt. I'm going to go backwards through the chat. <laughs> um, how did you, how did you find Damien?
1: So back when YouTube was actually community-based, it was a lot easier to find people. Like, it would actually recommend people who were talking about comics based on however the factors worked. And uh, we just kind of met each other through the community, and we just started talking a lot. Um, So it, it was from the golden age when you didn't have to have a hookup. Like, you just search YouTube for, like, this week's comics reviews and find a new face. It's pretty, it was good times.
0: And that's how you found, but you found him that way. And then how did the podcast start? Like what made you guys go
1: audio when you found each other on YouTube? So, so we both have been doing our respective YouTube channels and we do stuff together a lot. And we were talking like nearly every day online for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually like both of our channels took a slump when YouTube just slumped with everything and we're like let's try to do a podcast because we have a mutual friend who does long box reviews eric who's was having success with the podcast so we just kind of decided to give it a whirl and we're doing it and we're going to do another one whenever damien gets his rom collection together so we can talk about that he's going to talk about rom that'll be good yeah. did um
0: yeah long box review is actually he's another good he's another good podcast I, yeah i haven't i haven't listened he's been he stopped for a minute I guess it's true. You have to be a little bit consistent because he stopped for a minute, and for, for whatever reason, like I didn't see anything for a while, and then he started back up. And I haven't, I haven't like listened to his new one yet, you know. So probably got to get around there. This is Z. Z's uh, giving me crap because I normally go on his chats and do exactly this. I'm here to get you flustered as you talk non- as I talk nonsense on in the chat. That's pretty much what I do. Like I will get in chats and just. I try to say crazy things because they can't obviously they're not gonna like especially if i i'm in a lot of chats where it's just like three people that's where i prefer okay. to be so you know i you know so you know my uh, stupidity gets uh focused on a lot but uh yeah obviously they can't put everything up but i can see sometimes people read the things i say and they they get thrown off so that's my goal in youtube essentially um matt Jared Osborne discussed reading Hickman Avengers today on Tim's channel. he disliked it very much disliked
1: Hickman's Avengers I need to read that beginning to end I mean I've just been reading as it's been coming out and it, what's funny is like I'm reading Wait, all Avengers
0: of it. oh Hickman's Avengers
1: Hickman's yeah. Avengers Hickman's Avengers
0: yeah yeah Wait. I've read everything from X-Men I've not I've yeah. not missed a single issue yeah
1: yeah I kind of wish I missed children of the atom but beyond that you know enjoying it yeah we'll talk about children adam in a minute but um
0: <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's gonna be weird to do a because like you could do you can do a hickman you could do a hickman reading order for the fantastic four and you could do a hickman reading order for avengers pretty easily right even some yeah. side books uh are you good is your cat gonna attack you Oh, you just no, look, you. you look like you look like someone walking the room? I was
1: I was looking off I was looking up Hickman's Avengers like a few covers to get my like head around.
0: Yeah, I haven't I'm read not. it straight through either. But X Men is going to be tough to do, right? Because you have to recommend maybe some stuff that's not as good. Maybe I don't know how you felt about Excalibur. I liked it, but a lot of people Excalibur. dropped it. Well, a lot of people dropped it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It wasn't their favorite. You know, it was the book to drop. And then, uh, you know, 10 of swords comes around and people had like, had to scramble to go finish it, you know?
1: Yeah. I, uh,
0: so there's going to be a special reading order that people like, people don't have to read X factor, even though I like it a
1: lot. Oh yeah. X factor is a book I wasn't digging in this latest incarnation, but that's because I'm such a big fan of X factor prior and not having any of those characters in the mix felt like, what are we doing here? What's this title? Like,
0: yeah, they just named it
1: that way. Yeah. It
0: is. Yeah. what it is. Um, um but yeah. yeah, I got named. There's a. a what's the other book? That, well, Excalibur is just like that too. By the way, there's only a. You know, there's only like a. It's like almost an Alpha Flight book. Oh no, X Factor has <laughs> Alpha Flight characters. Excalibur is like I don't know. It has like
1: Excalibur fits though because it's in the it's in the other world. It's the whole British thing, and uh, it's there's like not on that many theme. British people? Well. They're in that area, though, doing that fight. They're just, you know, it's Gambit with the Captain Britain outfit. You know, how else are you going to get that to happen? And There you go.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, some of them
1: are loose-fitting, right? Yeah, I mean, they really scrambled the pot, which was really cool for some characters. And then there's some stuff like Hellions. They're pulling some characters be a big deal. And I'm like, I don't need more Nanny, you know? More, na- I, I, but so uh, two things on
0: that. Number one, the I mean, we don't need any of this to be honest. You didn't, you don't need anything from us, well, right? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. But yeah. and if you come in like thinking like that, because Nanny turned out to be sort of funny to me, right? Like, and I didn't know anything about Nanny to be honest, right? I had to go with X Men. You, at least I do. I got to go like go to Wikia a little bit and find oh. out exactly where they come from in some
1: cases that's the other half of this is I've just finished reading the Claremont run yeah. in its entirety. So I'm like, I have a lot more background now, which helps a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, f- the clear from the Claremont run, as, y- as you know, we've talked a little bit offline. I'm a uh, reading yeah, fool. The Morrison run. <laughs> oh, and, nice. uh, and uh, I- I'm seeing a bunch of, you know, borrowings from there too. Obviously the storm Silent mm-hmm. issue. Right is a borrowing from when Jean Grey and Emma had to go into Professor X's mind, right? So yes, yes, GV, chaos is a throwback to the good old days. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. <laughs> um, but Damien, of all people, knows uh, how much I criticize the good old days, but he means YouTube, <laughs> so I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. Um, yeah, so, so there... So what do you think that, I'm going to ask you this as a fan kind of thing, you know, like if two people, if you're like, you know, like politically, if you're not afraid of someone just to start like talking crap about gay people or something, you can like ask more nuanced questions. So I'm going to do the same thing, but more lighthearted for X-Men as two people that really like this run from Hickman, what what are the problems that you see with it? Like, what are the small like ticks? You can't tell Damien this because then he's just, you'll go off on he's a listening right now. I know I'm, that's why he's not <laughs> on here. Can't tell Dave. Cause you'll go off on a whole speech about them not being heroes or whatnot. Right. Oh but as yeah. Two well, people as two people that like this run, what, what are your like ticks? What are your, what are your problems with it?
1: I, I guess my main tick. And I actually had this, had this long conversation with someone who runs a X-Men podcast who, It was a little more invested, I guess I'd say. Um, they're, i mean as exciting and as fun as this run is they've also set up an ethnic state where they're determining who's getting in by genetic preference okay. and th- it's a little dicey and they haven't really hit that on the head yet and i'm like i feel like they have to address that at some point
0: yeah um It is weird. I I think I get what you're saying. Like that's a little bit of a, I mean, cause if you get, there's a great, there's a great podcast that follows like all the crazy right wing stuff, like the crazy, crazy stuff, not like the Republicans or anything like that. It's like QAnon and stuff. QAnon and stuff. And it's just super entertaining. It's a, it's a daily beast podcast. So you could just tell from there where they're coming from. Um, But like one of the things like white supremacists just always yell about is just give us our own state, right? And that's sort of what the X Men did. They sort of, so I get okay. what you're saying. Like, it's a little bit dicey that they're like separating themselves and laying claim to an entire planet.
1: You know, spoiler alert there, sorry. But, well, and then in X Corp, that just launched, mm-hmm. um, because part of the argument was they're giving out these free drugs to people that cures all these illnesses. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was just mentioned in X Corp it's like one line i feel like they didn't even think it through fully is that the, that's not like a one-time fixed drug like you have to keep taking it they don't say the exact frequency but it's like oh so you get people dependent on this and then uh, y- you're building leverage at first you're saying you just want autonomy but then what's next and we've there's real world examples of that yeah and uh it's I mean, yeah, there's that, there's X Force going on, like there's a lot of stuff that's like, man, that's th- there's a X-force house of cards. Here. So yeah. there is a house of cards.
0: I mean, we do know it falls apart, right? Like when you when <laughs> you reading like powers of ten, I didn't I didn't see any Krakoa there is basically what I'm trying when you're reading powers of ten, right? I mean yeah. I and I know that goes through the different lives of, of Moira and stuff, but I didn't see any Krakoa there, so things are definitely going to fall apart. I don't know if it's part of Moira's plan or not, um, but they're not heroes. This is definitely the problems that come with running, um, you know, a, a, a political, uh, you know, like a political regime. Like you have to have a CIA type thing when people are trying to kill you. Yeah. Right. Whether Beast acted right or not, like he's become almost a bad guy. I'm trying to remember what happened to Dark Beast, by the way, in, in, um, the uncanny run that happened before Hickman, because I'm starting to think he might be Dark Beast.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I didn't even think of that, but you're right, <laughs> Rosen. Rosen.
0: So I can't remember what happened in the Rosenberg run, but they had Dark Beast uh, before. Like, so, so spoiler alert for that too: Cyclops dies, everyone dies, and they had Dark Beast like chained in a in a in a basement. Um, right, and I don't know if you can. I don't know. Just I don't know if Cerebro would take the, you know, the people from other realities. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, and we're getting really in the weeds there. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, at that point, uh, you're just playing with the made up rules of the moment, right? Because I mean, Cerebro's work so many different ways for stuff like that that I don't think there's a consistent line. Yeah, let's see what Steven says. Steven's a good guy. The hardest, right. the hardest
0: time collecting and reading for me was two thousand to two thousand four. I tried to keep it up or keep it up on Morrison's X Men, but it was a, I was a poor college student then. That makes sense. I, I think we all have our, our ups and downs in in collecting and reading. Um, I would say that was probably no, maybe maybe 2000, 2004, I just was never consistent, so I read big chunks of Morrison's run. My my break would have definitely been like when I moved to Europe, like two thousand seven, probably to eleven or something like that, or twelve, where it was harder to find. So, did you have a did in your life? Did you take a break at all? Nope. Where you didn't read as much? Nope. (laughs) Continuous.
1: I mean, there's books that I've been consistent on. There was a part where I could only get like three books a month, but I mean, I held on to whatever I was reading at the time. Jesus. fireworks going
0: on oh i might start get, i can see fireworks in the distance i've a. Uh, am outside in my garage oh nice um, yeah well most people in this chat realize that i realize that you probably don't realize it but it's really hot in vegas but if there's fireworks i'll, I'll be sure to show you guys i'll go point it out there all right um i did see a couple but i might get some fireworks pretty soon so um oh so you stuck through i stuck i think i stuck through two i probably didn't do the wednesday warrior thing Mm -hmm. as much, but I would, whenever there's a comic book store or I was visiting somewhere or, you know, I went to the Walmart where there was one in the parking lot, I always went in there, but I, for a long time, I became more of a a graphic novel guy. Okay. Yeah. I would just pick up and mostly image, you know what I mean? I would pick up graphic novels and stuff. Um, And then I went back to like going on Wednesdays when I had a, when I had a kid, um, because I couldn't read, I couldn't sit and read novels anymore. I mean, Not sure. you yeah, I think we have a child about the same age. Don't you have a daughter that's about 3? I have a
1: son that's 2. So. You have a
0: son that's 2. Okay. So I have a son that's 3 and then another one that was just born this year. So, oh wow. Yeah, I won't be reading novels for a while, I don't think so. That's that's fair. We're going to stick to it. Um what were the three ones that you held strong on?
1: Oh, um let's see here. Around that time I was reading uh, it was Cable and Deadpool really consistently. And then that switched to Deadpool with Way, and uh, I fell off. Um, Birds of Prey, I was really consistent on throughout Gail Simone. And then it was after her Bernard's tenure. At that point, I was just locked in. But it's mostly Gail Simone's run. And then um, then the third was kind of like a hanger book. Like if it was Final Crisis or whatever it was for the period, I just kind of have a floater book. You'd have some of that Florida. That's a weird, that's a weird group of books. To, yeah. Uh,
0: to be like when you're, when you could only afford a few a month, like to stick with cable and
1: Deadpool. Well, I mean, that's one of my favorite of all time that night. I was also getting like amazing Spider-Man and I think it was great Morrison's X-Men in the mail. And so I didn't have to go pick those up. Okay. So, yeah. So, but you said, st- but you st-
0: so that's what I want to ask you too, because you were formerly on a, Spider-Man podcast and you Mm -hmm. I've I've listened to that one a lot too so you do know your Spider-Man you stuck you stuck with ASM the whole time did Mm -hmm. you ever break off of it
1: I have broken off amazing Spider-Man a few times and it was during all the fan outrage times you'd expect so like right after one more day I took a break and regret one more day yeah um I took a break with Superior Spider-Man which I still oh it's great yeah Uh, now I still like, I still stand by like my in the moment being like, I don't want, like, it's different when you're reading a story and you're able to just enjoy it. But when it's like the status quo and you're trying to be like in the moment with it, like Otto is Spider Man, like, bugged me on a very visceral level. Cause I've always thought more so than the goblin, he was the arch nemesis of Peter, which some Ooh. people would agree. Well, and, even Damien learned something new about you today. Yeah he had to go back on some stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I actually didn't collect a lot of that until the last year. I went on this huge spree with the pandemic and I bought most every X-Men comic or X comic and then Spidey comic and then Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner up.
0: Yeah. I remember you saying, I remember you, uh, I remember at least in one of the podcasts that you and Damon were talking about how you were just knee deep in, in a uh, Kyle Rayner. Did you say you read You bought
1: every X-Men book, every X, X book book, like, uh... Most of Claremont, like the beginning of Claremont, and then like after that up, I pretty much have. But there's some like super early uncanny. What's an issue costs more than 30 bucks a pop, I can fall off.
0: Yeah, that's harder. But even so, it's less about like, okay, the, the single issue is expensive. Like having all the X books through the 90s is a lot. Um, I can't remember. Damien will tell me his name. Um, he was uh, the guy that used to do the Sunday show with um, Terrence and Comic Crack. And then he he had to get off of YouTube because his job changed, but uh, I know he's collected every just about every X book, but he's collected them just as his collection monthly, and it and it's yeah. something like twenty long boxes. So you really yeah. got like if I start going that sounds here, about, right. <laughs> about right. So if I go, you so you have the whole Excalibur run, yeah, oh, original Excalibur run. Well, okay. all three or four, all three one? even, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, Dr. Dr. Monkey- Monkeybot. Oh, yeah. Dr. Yeah, yeah. Monkeybot has a... Yeah, I He's guess I have huge, an archive actually. like him now. Jesus.
0: Now you have an archive like him. Jeez. And you were getting these whole runs
1: on mm-hmm. eBay? Yeah, I... Most of how I would do it is by, like, runs on eBay, and it sounds like a lot, but you spend, like, $200, and you buy a run, and you're getting it at about a dollar a pop. Yeah, or less and, sometimes, yeah. Or less, or maybe a little bit more, but, like, two bucks a pop for some of it. Like, not terrible. And yeah. then you just go through it like that and it's really easy to fill up a room of comics that will yeah, oh, take me a decade to pour through this rate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a lot. The X-Men is a lot like that's,
1: that's actually super surprising. Oh, yeah. It's, it was just kind of stupid at a certain point. I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna go for it. Like, Oh, look, there's all the Wolverine comics. I don't own for 115 bucks. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, Wolverine's
0: gone up and down. I could remember, yeah. like, I remember reading Wolverine in high school because a friend of mine was a big Wolverine fan. I can't remember if it was before or after, but that area of Age of Apocalypse. And, like, I I rarely, I would rarely dislike a comic enough, especially in high school where I was starved for it because I couldn't afford them. I'd mm-hmm. rarely dislike a comic enough that I would just choose to stop reading it. And I can remember Wolverine for a while was like, I'll catch up to it. I'll catch up to it. It's like, so it had some rough, rough moments. Yeah. I can't even tell you who was writing it. You know what I mean? In like 1998 or 97 or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that was, ah, oh, shit. His name just you know, passed me. There was a guy who wrote uh, Wolverine for like a decade. and
0: Yeah. So it it got rough. I would read it though. I actually remember it fondly. Oh yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I actually remember it fondly now, but I could remember being like, not excited to borrow that book from my friend when we used to like not be able to afford comics and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a lot. And you've gone through that whole green lantern thing, right? There we go.
1: Yeah. I uh, I think a GI,
0: I I think a GI Joe.
1: That's fair. Um, I, I ran through that volume of Green Lantern, so the one that starts with Hal being a drunk, to him going evil, to Kyle taking over, to... Then I read through Hal coming back, and I stopped right before Sinestro War, and just started reading X-Men. And switch back to X-Men? I sh- you yeah. say switch back, right?
0: Yeah. AJ's yeah. here.
1: Did you do anything weird with the pandemic? Like...
0: Yeah, I bought a lot of comics, but you know, my fight is always my fight is always that I actually like enjoy the indie stuff better. But did you guys hear that one? Yeah. Okay. I mean I could have just been shot right now. I, I like I just like indie stuff better, but I get I get caught up whether it's marketing or like this idea of finishing a run, right? Mm-hmm. Which you know happens with the, you know, through the 90s into the early 2000s before they started resetting it all the time. And so I get like stuck, I, I call it stuck, but I enjoy myself with it, you know, in like various runs. But if, now that Venom ended, you know, mm-hmm. if if Hickman's X-Men ended tomorrow, I wouldn't have, I would have, I guess I, I'm like pulling Thor, I wouldn't have a superhero comic that I was pulling and that I was making sure I read. Um, okay. But you know, the X- X-Men alone though is like, I think, I think there's like nine ongoings right now or something. Um, Yeah. At least nine.
1: Yeah. I think they're, I think they're pulling back like a couple, which I'm
0: very thankful for cable. You're thankful for cable
1: being canceled. Well, not necessarily that specific, but, but I mean like 12 books a month is a bit much no matter what.
0: Yeah. And the problem is they try to tell you that you don't have to read everyone, but you, you sort of do. Uh, Mm -hmm. until you like maybe when it's all said and done like that's i guess this is what i was trying to get to earlier maybe when it's all said and done we can do a reading order but a lot of people were dropping excalibur and then it turned out to be 100 necessary to understand ten of swords
1: oh yeah more so than almost any other book yeah yeah more
0: so uh, so you if you want to understand ten of swords you should read the full excalibur run and then you should go call, you know, me or Matt, and we'll tell you the two other, maybe three other X Men books that you needed to read. And that's it. You know, you have and to read the X Men book. Well, number two, where Morocco, where the where the uh, islands have sex, right? That was X Men number two. And then there yeah. was uh, oh, maybe that's it actually. Oh no no. Then there's a couple X Men books where they where he goes and sees um, what's his I forget his grandson's name, the white guy not the reaper
1: oh 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 uh apocalypse or a
0: apocalypse's grandson a yeah um, it's is
1: yeah that's in x that's in, like X-Men, X-Men, x-men 14 book yeah, yeah
0: i can tell you yeah so there's like two x-men books that you need to read and then all of excalibur and then
1: you understand of swords well you kind of need some of the early new mutants too to understand what the heck's going on with a couple characters and um, which well, well, I, I've just forgotten which one. What do you think? Like, there's a bit with Cypher kind of setting up how he's kind of bored. Oh, I mean, that's um, a little bit more side. Those that's are side fair. Plots, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I was struggling because I had just finished reading the original New Mutants Run, and then we're there, and I'm like, well, do these characters reset again? Like, what happened? Like, so much development just went away, and now we're back here. And I know that there's other stuff in between and I don't know what happened. Two decades. With yeah. Two decades. I'm working on it. I'm getting yeah. it. <laughs> well,
0: you're going to know more than me. You know, I, I mean, I know a lot, but I just have to admit that when I'm curious, I go, I go onto Wikia and like find out about it. And, but, uh, yeah. yeah, this is the this is where you'll probably, I mean, you're not gonna hate me, but this is where you'll probably hate me. Is that what, you know, what'll happen. And, um, you probably you've probably heard me, and people are sick of it. I don't want to talk about it that much. People aren't sick of it; they don't know that much. But like, I'm not the I'm not the biggest fan of Claremont of Chris Claremont anything, to be honest.
1: Yeah, you um, said uh, he was a good idea guy, but not a good writer, yeah. basically. So that's, ex- that's which exactly, is heresy and wrong. Yeah, well, it's,
0: <laughs> so what will happens? I'll read something on Wikia, and then I'll right. go. Well, I'm gonna go read that comic. You know, like something with Storm. I, I I'm trying to think of something now. Maybe something from the. I, I do want to read the whole Outback, uh, era straight through. Um, but I'll go. I'll go and see it on Wiki. I go. Well, I'll go read that. I have Marvel Unlimited. I I, I can read it right away. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll go do that. And I'll just be just so sickened by the way he writes, and just so fluff, just so so much fluff, overly long sentences. You know, like well, he's so, a
1: writer. It's a I-
0: structural. <laughs>
1: It's a structural I, thing. So I, I think part of it as is, is you're approaching it kind of sideways, which makes sense. And that's totally understandable. And I feel like most Marvel comics are kind well, of I've, meant to be come at that way.
0: I've read large sections of Hickman growing up or not Hickman, uh, Claremont growing up, never straight mm-hmm. through, but I've read large sections growing up and, and I didn't, didn't like it as a kid that much either. I, I could be, cause I'm a, just a product of the nineties. Um, so So that's a different thing, though, than when I read on a wiki and I go, oh, I'm going to go read this story from its, you know, its base or something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then I'm I, you know, I just get bored reading his large boxes, explaining what's in the picture as if there's not an artist there, you know, so
1: I. There are issues that he does that, and it's usually, it's because they were throwing artists at him for a while, and I did think he didn't know it was coming in a given month, and so sometimes that crutch got leaned on. I think that was a production problem, but I understand mm. where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, I'll say this about him. Uh, his, his people realize how tedious his interviews are. They just don't apply it to X-Men because they love it so much from the 80s. He He never really wrote anything epic, like In the two thousands, I'm actually reading Extreme X Men from the two thousands, just because it's happening at the same time of Morrison's run, and I actually like it. Yeah, Yeah, I actually like that, and I'm only reading it, you know, here and there. Like the idea is great, especially while what's happening in Morrison is is you know Mm -hmm. so huge. You know, a bunch of X Men are like undercover essentially. In the first arc, they're in Spain Mm -hmm. for some reason. Beast is in both, so I haven't figured that out yet. I think he's a
1: favorite of both of them, and that's why.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. But um you know I I find myself really liking that comic and everyone says that's terrible right but around like page 16 I just start it just starts getting tedious and I start remembering oh this is Claremont this is he's hitting all my Claremont Claremontian stereotypes okay. you know
1: based on what you're saying if there's any Claremont book I think you'd like it would be X-Men forever just because that is just one bonkers idea after another with him going wild with the entire Marvel universe like Okay, it's, I will try
0: that. Actually, I'm not even. I can't even think of covers for that. So
1: it, it's Claremont like un unfiltered. Um,
0: but yeah, maybe was... that's
1: not what I want. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like.
0: Hey, I like. Uh, I like when. Uh, Claremont is supremely filtered, at the beginning <laughs> of the Jim Lee X Men, run, and not that I like that run that much. Not that I think it's in, like smart or anything. I do like it, but not that I think it's like oh, great writing issues or anything. that
1: he did there. Yeah, Yeah. well... You like know, Baby then... Magneto. You just want your villains turned into babies and then angry about it later. Yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, maybe I just like... <laughs> maybe I'm just okay with Jim Lee's art to some extent. Like, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another thing, too, is, like, 80s comics are very, like, uh, in-panel focused a little bit. You know, they, mm-hmm. they're a lot better than, like... the. Uh, me and Damien have been talking about EC books, so they're a lot better than, like, EC books. Right?
1: But... Like the I, I'm trying to like that's a wild comparison, but yeah, I see what you're going. I mean, there's a reason that that was the explosion. Like, that's the best selling comic book of all time. But there yeah, a big part of that's Jim Lee. And uh all
0: the I image still, guys.
1: It's bonkers to me that the best selling comic of all time is Magneto being upset about having been turned into a baby and <laughs> being yeah, like
0: oh. <laughs> let me see. Claremont, Claremont is better when you get into that bronze age mode, which I'm not, I have to admit that. Uh yeah.
1: I agree, ten a night. I don't know what you're talking about. I yeah, yeah. But he's in the mode.
0: You know what? I haven't fought so I listened to your guys' first podcast where you started the Claremont stuff. And you guys okay. are actually both sort of disappointed in it. And I do yeah. I I do plan to continue to listen to it where you guys start getting your excitement
1: heightened um but i haven't i I did miss those so oh it's all good i mean yeah yeah i don't know if we did much claremont later
0: you guys did at least three and um it it was one of those things where oh yeah here's uh where more and more so the the bad comes with the good when the community grows and everyone can't know everyone when it grows though you start getting like you know actual working artists and uh uh, Mr. Ignacio de Meglio, who's not Italian. He's from Argentina. Um,
1: I like is, the kangaroo. Uh, is...
0: That's, Oh, there you go. You know what he did? Oh, you just looked it up real quick.
1: Oh, no, I'm, just, um, I'm looking at the, the icon.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's his comic. It's and, uh, yeah. So he's been very active with like whack comics and stuff. So he's real cool. I've talked to him a little bit. Uh, Todd is
1: here. Well, there we go. There's something I want to ask you about. What is going on with you and the comic burrito? Oh, fuck if I know <laughs> these fucking guys. I don't know.
0: Listen, listen, listen. Colorado's not that bad, but for me, for me, the East Coast starts in Utah. Okay. And it's yeah, and it's just you know, it's all it's been all downhill for the East Coast from seventeen seventy six. You know. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do, call I actually have Colorado friends that I like, so, and I know that's where you are, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's iffy, but I, you know, I get a big chunk of Texas if I put the line at Colorado. So um, yeah, it's been all downhill. And you know what, people from Michigan, I think they, you know, that's where the comic burritos from, uh, you know, I think they've been just been drinking poison water for four years. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know what's going on with them, but if they want me to jump on, I'm happy to do it, <laughs> it so long as I'm still a good father. Uh, let's see, look at this So This is going on for a few more Well, We're going to switch, I tried to switch to Spider-Man a few minutes ago But we went back, right back to
1: X-Men Well, I mean, Spider-Man's my favorite X-Men So it just balances out
0: Yeah, let's, uh, I do want to go back to Spider-Man For a second, because you <laughs> You uh, were very consistent With it, and even Damien's surprised On how uh, On that you weren't continuous with it But I'm at, listening to your old Spider-Man podcast, who knows if that That podcast is going on you know, fuck it. There's other better Spider Man podcasts, but when you were on it, it was really good. <laughs> no, when you were on it, it was really good. Um, it was actually impressive, it was actually very impressive. And I had to choose episodes where it wasn't sure. like, oh, I should read that. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, you guys did one where you'd like reviewed Sp- Spider Man novels,
1: yeah, that was bad. Great. Well, I no, mean, the-, the, the episode I think turned out okay, but that novel yeah, yeah. was. <laughs> shit um the funniest part was is i actually wrote an email to um oh god which one's not dead Hold on. uh len ween um he's dead yeah not so not len, it was wolfman then okay and i was like hey um you know like i was curious if you'd be willing to like i didn't even want an interview i just wanted like a comment or something about like what it was like to do like the first spider-man novel that was supposed to be this collector's item and all that like if there's just anything that he might have any, I have no recollection of having worked on this. Like,
0: It's probably just what? shout out. Wait, wait, of having read something worse than this.
1: No, he, he had no recollection of having done it. Oh,
0: well, I actually remember you saying that for, and it was Marv Wolfman that wrote it. almost definitely then it was a ghostwriter.
1: That's that's a good point. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was almost definitely a ghostwriter. It wasn't adapted from anything.
1: I mean, it kind of had a stock standard uh, doc Ock plot, but nothing—nothing nothing that you've heard of before.
0: So, uh, sleepy Damien says, "I'm bummed." Untold podcast. So, did it end? I wanted it to continue yeah. as a sub podcast. Oh, on the Never Stay Dead feed.
1: Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, for- to put us up i just um we we were we were getting kicked off the uh, amazing spider talk network and i was thinking about it. i talked about it with shane i was like do you want to try to do something She's like eh. and so we were just kind of ending it instead of like taking all of it and moving it somewhere because if i had hosted it every episode we plug them and i was like i don't want to <laughs> just do that for them after all this so i just was like Let's just call it. We'll move on. I'll find something new to do. I have I' have st- so, other things I could talk about. so
0: so I don't wait, I don't understand you were you were in like um you were in like a group of spider man podcasts.
1: Uh, yeah,, uh, we were one of two at that oh, point well. but uh, there had been others on that network, and uh, one of them uh, didn't like me anymore. so from the other that. podcast mm-hmm. the amazing spider talk,
0: yeah. So they decided they didn't like you, and then the web of podcasts of two basically broke up. Yeah. And you weren't allowed. So why couldn't you
1: continue the podcast? Because I mean, we could have. We could have taken all of our old stuff, uploaded it somewhere, and just kept going. But Yeah, so they controlled
0: it is a pain in the ass. They controlled. They controlled the the, the feed and everything. Yeah.
1: And I mean, they were paying for hosting. That's why I was working with them in the first place was so I didn't have to pay money, but they're also making money off of a Patreon that we're helping feed and doing exclusive episodes for. And okay. yeah. The, uh, yeah, there's just you a lot of detail. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot of stuff. And I just wanted a clean break. It's been nice having a little more time and just reading what I want and not worrying about doing that every week. Cause editing all that stuff adds up. And if I'm not getting paid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, be... <laughs>
1: the trick there is just don't edit. Right. That's what all the pros do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you a pro? Were you getting paid? You, you openly yeah, exactly. admitted to not getting paid. anything.
1: there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So like a, like a Spider-Man podcast is actually good. Cause you can cover a lot of stuff, right? Like there's just been mm-hmm. a ton of Spider-Man and it's not, you know, like for, I don't, I don't want to get back into X-Men, but no. you know, I understand that X-Men, I understand when people are like, I'm afraid to jump into X-Men. I had to have a good opening, which was the Hickman run to like, start buying every title again, right? I, I bought Uncanny, you know, I was buying any any miniseries that looked cool. Like for example, I think a couple of years before Hickman, you know, I bought like the multiple man title. I was just not, mm-hmm. I was just like shying away from the ongoings, Right. right. Cause if you do like a multiple man, you sort of got to explain where he was in the last year or something, you know? Um, yeah.
1: And, Which uh, was and, weird. Cause it was completely inconsistent with the character that had been set up for a decade prior, but whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but so for someone like me, they just walked into it. That, it, that series was great. Like Rosenberg knocked that out of the park to me. Right. Like if I got stuck on the soap opera part, then I could see, cause I don't know what happened with him before the, the series was wonderful. Um, and, and I had to reread it cause I was reading it monthly and getting confused. And when I re- reread it, you know, I mean, it was written, uh, wonderfully. And I, uh, me and Damien and, uh, I think the long, long, box review, maybe Sergeant America on Twitter. Yeah. At the same time we're reading, we just talked about, um, Kieran Gillen's run on, uh, Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt. I think on dynamite oh, yeah, yeah. or something like that. I was reading those at the same time and they both sort of do the same weird, uh, you know, time shift sort of thing, like weird okay. thing. Yeah, yeah and uh,
1: yeah.
0: I was actually getting them confused because I was reading a monthly, you know. But they were both beautiful, and they were great, great little contrasts to each other.
1: Isn't that funny when that happens? Like two comics come out, it's like a similar sort of thing, and then there's nothing like that for years, and then yeah, just like, re-
0: and they're disparate. Like you know that they can't be really influencing each other. They just happen to come out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's happening right now, and I just can't think of what it is. Maybe it's a Tom King book. Yeah, um, th- That's something we can talk about, by the way, in a second, because I'm more positive on Tom King, and you're more lukewarm on him.
1: Um, that's putting it nicely. Um, yeah. So I see one here by uh, uh, Stephen Hainer. Uh, do you have any thoughts about uh, Ben Riley uh, coming the new... Or the once again Spider-Man, the once in future Spider-Man. Did we lose him. Good, because he was probably crazy. Are you there?
0: Or oh, we're back? Yeah. Hey. Did I freeze or did you freeze? I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I'm so standing. thoughts on Ben Riley being Spider-Man again? It's definitely short-term. Let's just throw that out there. But
1: I mean, yeah, it's not going to be forever. But uh, after after this most recent run. I'm happy for a break from Peter Parker. Give me, give me something fresh, make the stories fun. Like just do something new. I'm all for it. Um, the, st- the story is, um, Matt and I should do a Thunderbolt.
0: Why can't I do a Thunderbolt podcast? I actually read it. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the Damien of Avo- what, you know, me and Damien, we talk a lot like texty wise. We've only been on one stream together ever. I think um he fears me i think that might be a challenge um they what what were we talking about the ben Riley thing i mean it's going to be like multiple writers and weekly or something right or twice a month
1: yeah it should be three times a month and yeah it's multiple writers and then like a, a few key like um principal artists i believe i'm thrilled because uh uh Kelly Thompson's going to be on there, Who's who I wanted to be the next amazing Spider Man writer. So I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. And there's some other great writers. They're bringing in Ahmed, which is weird because are they going to, is the Miles book going to end or is he going to be doing both of those? And
0: no, it's going to be one shot. So when, when, when I hear this, what I hear is placeholder so they can announce Donny Cates writing ASM in January.
1: <laughs> it's not going to be that fast, man. There's no way it's turning around that fast.
0: You don't think so? They can't do January? three. No, okay, way. February, March, something like that. Early. They listen. They gotta like throw in, you know, all the marketing on Hulk. Right.
1: I don't even know if I want Donnie Keiths doing Spider Man at this point. He's gonna.
0: He's gonna. They I, they got to put him on Spider Man before his his uh before his um his uh Marvel Contracts Soul then. writes to him. Yeah, the contract ends. Why? Well, when he wants it. Number two, okay. you know, you do you just do that with your, I mean, they like Nick Spencer. What did Nick Spencer come off of? Nick Spencer come off, came off as something like important. And they're like, oh, we're going to give him Spider-Man. I'm making
1: Captain of. America a Nazi. God, give him Spider-Man. God yeah, there right. you go. <laughs>
0: yeah. That wasn't popular. What was his big, uh, indie book? I didn't read it. I just forgot.
1: Oh, um, uh, morning glories,
0: morning glories. I thought there was something else, but yeah. So they gave also something you getting also something getting amazing, getting Spider-Man, and Batman and like a couple of their flagship titles. The other thing that's important is that you're on time, which is weird. Cause I don't know how Dan slot did it for, de- for a decade, but um, you know, he just wrote Cates, it
1: one tweet at a time.
0: Yeah. He did it one tweet at a time. Um, but yeah, like he's uh, I guess Donny Cates is it just like, it's meant to be, I think someone save ASM, please. So, <laughs> A lot From of people where don't it is like...
1: currently or where it's going?
0: No, I think he's uh, I think Barbarian feels like you do about the Nick Spencer run. And that it's the worst uh, run of Spider-Man ever?
1: Yeah, it's it's worse than trouble at this point. Yeah, it's uh, worse pretty- than trouble.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I, I pop in and I think it's okay. You know yep. but it's just like super super generic, you know. I I think Tynan's Batman run is just okay. But I okay. get I get why people like it, though. Like, it's mm-hmm. poppy attitude. Um, but, like, Nick Spencer is just okay and then doesn't have that.
1: He just wanted to write Boomerang. They should have just given him a Boomerang. Around.
0: Yeah, just given a Boomerang or just a digital, a digital first. Well, how do you feel about this? And I, I've mentioned this before. And this is why Donny Cates probably get ASM. But, like, is it in... Like, how embarrassing do you think it is that Spider-Man's nemesis and his like, just really 90s incarnation, right? Like Venom is as 90s as can be, like lapped him, essentially. Like Venom is a bigger, more important book in the Marvel universe than Amazing Spider-Man right now.
1: Well, that's because Spencer's run has made the centipede man mystery, the central piece. I So Amazing Spider-Man, when you say bigger do you mean like how do you mean like as far as like cosmic importance
0: um i'll say both i'm pretty sure it's selling better um oh. yeah. and we'd have to check that so venom i think is selling better i mean and then um not cosmic importance but maybe marvel universe importance i mean when as i venom now has since donny kate's been running it has two big events that involved the entire marvel universe especially king and black and and um absolute carnage yeah absolute carnage touched with the other characters and stuff but especially yeah. king and black like spider-man hasn't hasn't touched and i'm not i don't want to talk about events but hasn't even touched like where he could be in his own event
1: well the uh, that's intentional i believe so no. they've well so i mean if you look at spider-man going back a while and you look at the marvel events there's never been a marvel event that is spider-man centric unless you want to count like maximum carnage so
0: that's not they, a marvel that was not a big marvel event but oh i mean that's
1: a spider-man event I, i'd agree But I mean, Spider-Man is one of the, is their flagship character, but that's because he's supposed to be street level. The closest like thing that's gone against that. was like when Daredevil did Shadowland and um, I think they want to be trying to replicate that. So I I think that's what I mean by design. Like Spider-Man isn't supposed to have this big like world ending thing. He's a soap drama character. So, I mean, he's more about like, is Aunt May going to eat the Wheaties this morning and have a heart attack or something you can't have like Captain America coming in like trying to save the day with the tesseract because Aunt May's gonna croak again or something. It's just okay. not. It's not what Spider-Man is. Whereas Venom, all of a sudden, was dealing with like the King in Black, like this the the new Thanos level threat was centered around him, and so having an event around that like met the scale of the story they were telling. So I honestly think like it would make more sense to do something with Deadpool. That would be the next Marvel event before like Spider-Man doing something like that.
0: So, so I agree with you as far as like good writing and definitely what you described is when Spider-Man's at his best. Right. But when, yeah. when, when Spider-Man's your flagship character, like when there's a big event, yeah. Spider-Man always played a big role in it, like civil war, secret wars, sure. etc. cetera. Right. When there was a big event, he, but, he was the flagship character, so he played a big role. Whether that was good or not is different.
1: But, Venom, but even when they do that, though, it's not Amazing Spider-Man. They give, like, Spider-Man Civil War a three, you know, a little mini miniseries or whatever, so he can be in that event. But it's not affecting his main run, because they know Spider-Man needs to be, like, that straight story.
0: Yeah, I, I, have, to th- I have to think about that, because that's that's probably true. That's true. But I mean, like the just the way comics are structured has changed. You know what I mean? Like Venom had to yes. cross over a little bit, right? But um, but Venom originally, Donnie Cates' pitch and they ben, uh Cates and Stegman have talked about this on their podcast. Yeah. You know, their pitch has, has was always King and Black, but it was before Venom got so big and huge, right? The idea was okay, it's gonna be a it's going to be an event, but they probably imagined it to be like something like what Amazing Spider-Man Last Rights was a few months ago, or something, right? Because they, because Stegman said, yeah, they were going to let us have two or three characters, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe Captain America and Doctor Strange can appear, <coughs> but it got so big and popular and lapped Spider-Man because mm-hmm. that's a story. I mean, you read it, right? Venice yeah, yeah I read the and, whole. Yeah, yeah. Hate story. You read the whole thing. So the story is actually super personal. In fact, it, in fact, it gets oh, a little yeah. bit slow because it's about. And I I don't think it's slow in a bad way, but it's about everyone thinks about Noel, but it's about him and his son, right? And um and the story is oh. very personal. It was never, except for those events, you know, they had to be adapted to take out to you know to fall into X Men and you know Avengers and stuff like that because it got so big. Yes. And, Yeah. And so Donny Cates wrote someone that was below Spider-Man to be bigger than Spider-Man. And then Nick Spencer is at best, some people do like it, but is at best a lukewarm acceptance, right? So you got to put your hot guy on your, you got to put your all-star on your all-star,
1: right? Well, okay. So there's a ton of factors going on here. Like Amazing Spider-Man is supposed to be the flagship book, but it gets lapped because whatever like Darling is coming up is going to be the big thing because it's actually a good comic as opposed to just like the old standard right um and i mean yeah i could see them putting kate's on amazing spider-man but they've had tons of great writers that they've never put on amazing spider-man a lot of people you think they would have like morrison never did spider-man um i don't know we never got a alan moore spider-man you know well i mean would we get
0: would we get marvel from alan moore but uh not not a ton is what i'm saying But uh, I mean, and Dan Slott had it locked down for a long time for whatever reason. Like just the market at the time was
1: okay with one guy writing it. I mean, I was okay with that. I, yeah, I don't know. That was a decade.
0: I don't see. I mean, it was, it was a decade. I think what chaos means is that Venom excited readers while Spider-Man did not. Mm -hmm. So that is what I mean. But Venom went above him.
1: Yeah. Short term.
0: Yeah. And um, right after
1: this him. last issue, he'll drop.
0: <laughs> well, you, they're putting the next they're putting a new hot rider on him. They're putting they're putting the guy that was as hot as Donnie Cates when Donnie Cates is writing Doctor Strange. Right? Like Ron B right now is probably the hot writer and hasn't done a Marvel book yet. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: that's the goat. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it would be funny if Venom you like usurp Spider-Man for a long term period yeah. just because Well,
0: if they put Donnie Cates on Venom, you know, that that would overdo Rom V, but I don't well I guess let me put it this way the the anthology style just screams um placeholder to me.
1: Is see, it... I disagree because did you did you read okay. Brandy Day when that was happening? Or Post after have you read? No, I've read, I've read "Bad Brand New Day" post. Yeah, I, I think that's the best era of Spider-Man, like to be reading continuously, just because like every week, like you can get through a three-issue story in a month. Would you like Brand New Day?
0: Moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's excellent. It's written like a TV show. Oh, uh, but most people hate. I what? Don't most people hate Brand New Day? You are? Are you talking about? one more day or brand new day oh one more day one more day everybody hates one more day yeah i haven't read including the guy who wrote it yeah (laughs) um okay okay. brand new day was right after what they were getting to and that was like the the it was like the brain trust of five and new stuff every week and you had um and it ended with the gauntlet which people love pretty throughout and good run spider-man i'd say
0: yeah, I mean, is it talked about today? I don't feel like it's extremely talked about.
1: I mean, if you go into like Spider-Man circles, a lot of those stories get talked about. Um, More Spider-Man circles. Uh,
0: I'd be let me put it this way: I'll be surprised if in January solicits we don't have a new solid writer. Whether whether it's Donny Cates is my guess. And yeah, you know, he and he'll be having to handle he'll be having to handle basically the entire Marvel universe. We be, be doing Thor, Hulk, and Spider-Man. So. That's an iffy. That's an iffy thing, right? You know, yeah. and he's doing a whole bunch of indie stuff that he's already semi-announced. One with his wife that hasn't even been officially announced, just been talked about. You know what I mean? That's why and I then, don't think he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually reasonable. That's super reasonable. He's doing something else indie with Stegman that they're both writing and someone else is drawing. So if it doesn't end up being him, that that would be the reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but come January, February solicits, I would be surprised if they're still doing the um the like sort of one-shot-ish kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean yeah. I'm curious where it's gonna go. Um my favorite my favorite uh quote my
0: favorite thing to say in all of comics YouTube. I'm curious to see where it's gonna go. Let's see what uh, Damien says here. He says, Rom V is hot to the larger comics buying audience or just overly obsessed so far. No, he's hot. Um, I think he's a great writer, but I like his whole little crew. I'm surprised he's the one that came out of it. Um, I, I mean, he's got a... I, do you read any, Rom V?
1: Give me a title. Um... Uh, Many Deaths of Layla Star. Oh no, I haven't touched any of that stuff.
0: Nope. You haven't touched it. He's writing Catwoman too. He wrote Justice League Dark after Tynan left it to go to Batman. Okay. Um, which <laughs> was very enjoyable to most. Um David knows how to call me out. Um oh did I miss it? Or is it? Does not. does Matt I asked him. Does Matt know who Romby is? Uh he's writing Swamp Thing right now, uh which is really good. Um he's a very like cerebral I mean he comes from the uh, to me is my favorite writers and this just happens to be the case are are, are the British writers so obviously the you know Morrison, Warren Ellis um, you know whatever people think about that Um, so Morrison uh, oh, yeah. Alan Moore even, even Peter Milligan I haven't read a lot of him but everything I've read I've liked and uh, who's my other guy I'm thinking of Who's another big British writer Gaiman. Oh, Gaiman. Of course. Right. So Milligan is the guy that doesn't get, unfortunately, doesn't get on the, um, on the Mount Rushmore of, uh, old British comic writers. But now that everyone hates Warren Ellis, it's like, he almost just gets to walk right in there. Uh, but then I love Simon Spurrier and yeah. I love Kieran so Gillen. So I love the new wave yeah. too. And I love Ron B and all his buddies, like Dan waters and stuff. So it's like this real cerebral, who knows if it makes sense or not Kind
1: for me, but yeah, I I hear you. There's some,
0: yeah, he is. I think he's, um, now that he has a following, he's willing to do crazier stuff. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: are you reading eternals? I'm not reading it. No. A lot of those writers that you're talking about are nobody. I want to read issue to issue. I'll wait for like a collection later. That's reasonable actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: If, uh, I like Eternals, but I'm like sort of dialed in to Kieran Gillen, right? So to me, it's like I compare it against his other stuff. I know what he's trying to do or I'm trying to figure out what he's trying to do. But man, Eternals is if I didn't read Kieran Gillen and the first thing I read was Eternals, six issues in, I I would probably think that I didn't like him, to be honest. Like it's pretty slow. Uh, But I trust the Eternals. And that's hard too, right? Especially with people like this guy, I kind of keep picking on him since he's our like sort of our connection. That every time he talks about Eternals, he's like, I remember when Jack Kirby wrote it 45
1: years ago. So, you go, uh, Steve again with uh Claremont on doing team up, or which there we go, Claremont writing Spider Man, which yeah, wrote a lot of fun stuff. That's your first Captain Britain coming in. Yeah, there's some. There's some good Good. stuff there. (laughs) Good. Do you is that? Do you like that run? It's 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 okay. It's fun. There's there's like a handful of really fun issues, and there's just a handful of. I mean, it's Spider-Man team up. Nothing's sailing, uh, super high with that. They're
0: not sailing super high, but it has that single issue sort of like you're not going to do
1: super consequential things with single issue stories, right? Unless you're JMD Mateus telling the arc of Frogman, um, th- There's a handful of good issues in there, but by and large, if you grab a team up, it's a fun beat them up and just move on. You don't need to read that through and through. You don't have to read the whole thing.
0: No. J- uh, just League Dark needs its own title as soon as possible. That would be again, because it only missed it a little bit ago. I don't think the average guy at the comic shop is aware. Of- That's true, but I don't think that they were aware of Donny Cates when he was writing Doctor Strange, either, right? That's fair. Let's see, oh man, reading Eternals is now so painful. I haven't read the new one. I, f- I feel bad for Damien, because he hasn't loved it. Ludocrats was an easier read. Da- Damien doesn't remember, but I watched his videos and he was up and down on Ludocrats and then loved the last issue, which I also loved the last issue.
1: He gets a of A D D sometimes, it's all good. Yeah, did you read Did you read any Ludocrats, or? Nope, uh, uh, I'd be willing to give it a try. Just- no, that's not the if that's not the one to
0: go to either. Uh, makes me sad. I super dig it. I think he's talking about uh, Justice League Dark still. And mm-hmm. Gore, everyone's favorite guy that we've never seen his face. My Kieran Gillen is re- yeah, he sticks to Uber. That's a that's a super weird take, right? And Gore is good for that, right? Um, so Kieran Gillen writes a lot of like what we would call like highbrow pop stuff, like Wicked and Divine and Die and stuff like that. But Uber is his. I think it's Antarctic Press or maybe Avatar. This is like wildly violent. You you know those you you know those imprints. are just like sort of silly violent.
1: And yeah, Uber is like that. Isn't Uber somewhere related to? Um... Oh sorry, I'm spacing the name on that too. Sorry, it's not coming. Never mind. It's a. Um, it's sort of a. It's a.
0: Alternate timeline World War Two story is what Uber is. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think it's related to anything specifically.
1: I thought it was uh, under an imprint with some other like
0: hyperviolent stuff. It, well, I mean, all of Antarctic Press or Avatar is hyperviolent, right? Even the mm-hmm. stuff I've heard like um, Terence talk about Alan Moore's work on it and it just being sort of weird. Which I haven't read Alan's Moore work. I can't. I, I never. I always get Antarctic and Avatar confused when you get to alan
1: moore just kind of shitting out a comic every month it gets weird and usually kind of hyper yeah um a pissed ben senin this first time i've seen him on
0: my channel hi guys can i have a request for you all can you show the full design of your t-shirt why does everyone's i've been seeing this more and more i've been seeing people ask this more and more it must be a spam thing so uh oh todd was talking about eternals uh i was not up and down on ludicrats there must be another me uh maybe maybe so okay he wasn't up and down on Ludocrats. damien will often be like i don't even have a comic here damien will often be like this is bueller's uh uh his thing damien will often be like i don't know why i read this but i continue reading it that's and that was that was Ludacrats for him Um, and he goes, I enjoy it for some reason. I've been hearing lots on oh. Uber. I think I need to check that out. No, Uber's good. Uber's still good. It's just yeah. not uh, I don't think it's uh, and, and it's interesting that Gore likes it because I don't think it in would inform the reader of the kind of writer Kieran Gillen is. Also, there's some kind of um legal thing going on
1: with it, so he's he can't finish it either. So that's one of those things. What what indie that's books weird. do you read? Right now, not a lot. Um, I mean, does Turtles count? I even think that counts as indie. Um, counts, it counts. I mean, does it? It's owned by Nickelodeon. Um, uh, nothing. I don't think I'm reading any indie right now. I was trying to, and then my white order got canceled. I want to talk about that in a second. Okay. Um,
0: let me <laughs> talk. But you said Ninja Turtles, real quick. Uh I, yeah, do I want mean, to talk I... about the white order. You have you read that IDW series from 1 to 120 or whatever it is?
1: Yeah, I've yeah, I've been following the IDW series since its inception and I own I own almost every Ninja Turtles comic ever published except for some of volume 4. Okay, oh so you is, have Ninja Turtles you have number 1. The I mean I have a fourth printing or something.
0: And then okay. I don't have
1: everything in like individual issues. Some of it I own in like trades or whatever, but I have them like, that's how I have the turtles adventures comics. Cause oh, yeah. I had a lot of them when I was younger, and I read those to pieces. And so I just have some nice traits now.
0: Um, so do you have every, did you collect from the beginning the IDW series?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have that entirely in issues, including every one of the mini series. And like, that's been one of my mainstays and I love so, that to bits to, to bits. So would you,
0: um, cause I've heard good things about it and never read it. And it, it's appealing to me. It's appealing it is... to me what they did with it. And that, and that you could just read the
1: IDW series alone. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause unlike other major comic book franchise stuff where you kind of need to go to time Memorial, like turtles has just restarted when they restart. Like we we'll don't that. really need to know um, what's going on there. Um, I was going to say something else about Turtles. If you want to read the IDW series, this gets to something someone mentioned earlier. I, I, they put together something called the ultimate collections. There's like 20 of them now. Cause it's 200 some comics. But, um, if you can get that digitally, I think is probably the way to go. Cause some of those prints are super expensive. All IDW though. Yeah. But going through the IDW thing, like that's, uh, that's probably the way to go because trying to find all the issues at this point would be a nightmare. Oh, I, imagine. I
0: wouldn't do the issues. I'd I'd go and get like the either the hard covers or the, yeah, the or the trades.
1: The hard covers are probably the way to go because that that brings the miniseries and the series together and the one shots, but but some of those I think are like out of print. So like in the yeah, middle yeah, of the run, it gets really expensive. That's why I was saying digital. But yeah, to go digital, if it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I'll read it eventually. Library probably has it. Um, it's impossible I, to recommend anymore. Hey, just read 200 issues, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, is it, are there 60 issues that aren't part of the run? Cause they're only on 120 right now or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, the mini series play into a lot of character motivation stuff and there's some of the mini series are more important to the ongoing plot than some of the issues from the main series. It's, all over the place and the art is all over the place too sadly there's some bad art
0: so i mean i I think i read uh up to the city of war like i just started picking it up so i think i read 192 to or i mean 92 to maybe like 102 and i got i in i i bought a run and then one of them in the middle was missing and that made me annoyed so i I think i stopped somewhere in there but um yeah, I'm super interested in it. I just didn't get on it at the beginning and never like sort of, con- you know, jumped on it kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, de- de- definitely that. And it's just been good enough, I think, uh, as far as what other people say about it. So it's like not one of those things where I'm like, oh, f- you know, fuck fuck the comic turtles or something like that. But um, tell me about White, because the actually the comic burrito guys got screwed over on
1: it, too um that's good to know because i think i was one of the few that like made a stink um yeah so through the pandemic i moved from going to my local shop to ordering on dcbs and if you don't know it's somewhere you can go online to order comics it's at a discount but you have to order two months in advance so if there's big hype on a comic you haven't ordered it Uh, there's not much you can do there and um and you're ordering blind a lot because two months in advance, you know, there's not like a review. There's not much to say. And so I ordered white number one, which was supposed to be off of black number one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put this order and This one was ordered way in advance. Sometimes it, the, the orders have to go in advance. And it was like in February I ordered this thing and it was only last week. That they were like, oh, we're sorry. We canceled your order because we didn't get enough. And then I kind of gave, I harangued DCBS being like, what do you mean you canceled her? I put this in as soon as you could. I did it anyone else. I started talking to him. Um, Black Mask, who publishes White, Mm -hmm. only gave every store that they could two copies. Mm -hmm. DCBS has national distribution and they got two copies yeah yeah um and so they're like you don't get it and so i contacted um them and i tried to rope in diamond by email but they don't have an email that's publicly available i wonder why uh, they, have, they have a previous world twitter though uh well yeah i was trying to avoid twitter but um
0: oh okay well i mean you didn't avoid twitter we could go on to your oh yeah, yeah, yeah no I, I got see there that.
1: Um, but I I was like, what are you doing? Like I ordered this thing, and they're like, oh, we're sorry we didn't get it to you. We know that's disappointing, but like we'll get you a second printing. I'm like, you can't tell someone who pre-ordered a comic, a number one comic, that's right now like before it was even technically like the night before it was technically released, was worth thirty dollars. Yeah. That you didn't get what you were like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, we said it was going to be a limited print and we didn't want to go back on our word. And I'm like, "You did
0: say that way early, but you don't, you
1: shouldn't, you shouldn't just, if you're going to do
0: 2,500 of a comic, then you shouldn't distribute it through diamond where a whole bunch of people can pre-order it and then shrug off the FOC. So I do see a problem with it now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I told them like you're choosing gimmicks over selling comics to customers. That's not good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, and I'm
0: trying to think of what the backlash would have been if they go, okay, psych 2,500. We're going to, we're going to fill the FOC now, or we're going to fill the, you know, the, the orders now because doing 2,500 and letting it be solicited seems like the dumbest thing you could do because it's the, it's the comic world. Like everyone thinks everything's even those of us that read it and don't sell it. We all think it's going to be worth something. We all have like our ickiness of second prints. And, yeah. uh, and it's like, you say it's going to be 2,500 and then you solicit it. It's nuts. That was, well, also, that's the dumbest thing I could think of. You you can have
1: do. your cake and eat it too. You can have a number one printing. That's 2,500 thousand prints that's ten dollars for some like glitter cover or whatever yeah and then have the regular printing that you will sell to people who just want a first printing that's all i just wanted to read the damn thing but you can't tell me you're going to give me a second print i'll no not when i pre-ordered the comic no that's just yeah Eh. well i mean so what what would you so assuming that
0: and I'm sure it was on their website. We're only doing 2,500 of these. Then they solicited. It. Obviously, more than more than 2,500 people ordered it. And I, I I didn't see that it was 2,500. The only reason I didn't order it is because I bought the the trade black as fuck, which is the second part. Mm-hmm. This is actually the third part. So I, people yeah. just forget about black as fuck, but or black yeah. AF. Sorry, and um. And so I was like, well, I'll get in trade since... Because I never, I didn't get yeah. black. I didn't read black and I didn't get black. I have black AF sitting on my counter and I haven't read it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I, I'm going to skip it. But I definitely saw it too. But what, what would be... If you already told everyone it was 2,500, do you just think it'd just be easier to go... Your, your idea is just to say, okay, do 2,500 super glitter and let people... Or chromium or whatever. And then let people draw straws for that. And then our regular cover should
1: just be first print. I mean... With it. Something, I don't know, if you, I mean, okay, backing off a bit, just saying like, you're an independent comics publisher, you have some heat and some people want to read your dang comic, and you have too many orders. Why wouldn't you try to ameniate and get that comic into people's hands without any amount of like with the least amount of blowback possible? Like, yeah you're an indie comics publisher. Why are you limiting in the first place? Why are you making a problem when you don't need to? Like, yeah, definitely I just really. don't... Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know why they would bother doing that either. Like I, yeah. maybe they hoped that they would get 2,500 out because they thought that it was impossible to sell 2,600.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, the other thing too, the worst part to me isn't like, okay, so they, they oversold. That's one thing. But they sat on this problem for half a year. Yeah. They kept Cause, like, they had to know by the end of February, you know, first week in March, whatever, and the orders came, been like, oh fuck. Uh, they waited six months to say anything? Five yeah. months? You know, like to get that's it the part that gets me the most. It's like, what were you doing? I asked them point blank that question. Well, we're sorry you're disappointed. That doesn't
0: Yeah, it doesn't help you. We're gonna do a second print soon that doesn't help you it's funny because everyone gets mad at bad idea but they're like planned bad ideas uh but black Mm mass did probably screw up here um bad idea yeah i've read
1: into that too significantly Uh, yeah
0: um i i'm okay doing whatever you want as far as bad idea goes and i mean almost every youtube show talked about it so i'm hesitant what i've read from bad idea is pretty cool um but i'm only going to i'm not going to go out of my way you know to like go find these books like i rarely do that you know i could wait so they're not going to put anything in trade normally i would just wait for trades but mm-hmm. i'm not going to like leave work early to get their stupid one per day or their their pizza book that could only be sold on one day you know they I'm not, I'm just not going to do it, you know? So I'm mm-hmm. fine. They can do whatever they want is, is my idea. And I just won't read it. You know?
1: Okay. We're I on got, the same page.
0: Yeah. I got plenty to read, you know, I just won't read it. I'm, I'm reading their book tankers and it's a really good book, but it's very like nineties, you know, dinosaurs and time travel and stuff like that. You know, any so, Cadillacs, no Cadillacs. There should be, oh, damn. you can still get a print of black number one, which I'll just <laughs> buy the trade at this point. Yeah, I, think uh, I have a black number one at home. I just have. Yeah, record. don't announce a dinner buffet, then close the doors at six. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Short, yeah. pa- short box Padawan with the with the wisdom. That's like a that's like a Buddhist thing to say. I think there's a tactic. Uh, Sleepy reader says I think there's a tactic of forcing the existence of a second print to get coverage for going straight into a second print. I think Boom was accused. So Boom definitely does that. Um, and Boom broke the, I'm sure other publishers do this too, but normally you stop seeing prints when the trade comes out, new mm-hmm. prints, and Boom keeps, Boom seems to like, Boom's doing, I saw a print for something, Is I think it was something Is killing the children one. I think they were at their eighth print now, and there's three trades out. Whatever <laughs> so, works.
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't know here's Ryan new guy also his channel is actually called cosmic campfire he seems very confused about how the name is his stuff here um, <laughs> he, he's really cool though so there is yes. there is a uh, I, I guess this uh, what I talked to you about now and we could sort of like I guess wind it down but um, so you are what gore Vidal said is you're the old YouTube and I'm the new YouTube I I appreciate uh, Telling uh, Damian saying that I'm a throwback. I don't know what that means. Um, but for you, it feels like there's not
1: one community anymore, right? I mean, I don't know. It's I, big is I there's just a lot of people talking comics. I mean, I think there's some definite segments. Like there's definitely people who talk books and like stories and stuff. And then there's some people who are talking collections. And then just people how to like flip keys and. Um, I've uh gotten accused of making fun of them before. Um,
0: I think those segments sort of make fun of each other a little bit. But mm-hmm. old, old YouTube was more readers only you would say.
1: I, the circle that I operated in was but I know that there was other people going on but what was weird was like there was this community of us who were talking. We were just kind of guys doing it. Meanwhile you started seeing some people Coming up, they're trying to be more like uh do you know who Linkara is? Uh no, who's Linkara? Right. Um, he 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 predates YouTube, but he was doing like uh bad image comics and doing this like ridiculous over-the-top like half-hour, like it was planned like half-hour show, so it looked like it would be on like community television or something, like bad special effects and like a weird storyline going on in the background. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just like talking. It was like a show. Yeah. Um, and then you had some people coming up like um the comic book historian. And yeah. that was like bigger YouTube, right? Like they were getting like numbers and money and whatnot. And I always, I kind of had an aversion to those people, but not because they were so big necessarily, but because they're like, let's just read this story for you. I'm like, if I want to read the story, I'll read the story. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah, a Spider-Man comic. Like I, I can manage to read it, and it, yeah, I feel it that way me.
0: too. I feel that yeah. way too. But my brother outright tells me that he can't read a comic, and he puts on Comics Explained. <sighs> like if he's reading, and he's he's more of like a tech guy, like a programmer and stuff, a developer. Mm-hmm. So he has YouTube on all day, essentially, right? But he goes, if someone tells me like there's a spin-off, or this comes from, you know, he's watching like wandavision or something and there's a this spins off from this he goes i i just go to comics explained and i just i just know what you know in 15 minutes <laughs> that's what he tells me but for him it's information right for us it's like mm. an art we enjoy yeah yeah
1: so i mean yeah two rooms of comics you know i like reading the things i don't like people just tell me what happened telling you about it right i mean i
0: and i suppose i have i suppose i'm I have to reconcile myself to do that with some X-Men stuff when I have to go onto like wikis and stuff like that. Uh, Gore says, I think what we mean chaos is that you discuss stories and why you like them or not. So I think that's what we sort of fell into is uh, that the old style, the people that would do videos six years ago or seven years ago are people that were reading them. And now it's like an investment. There's a, a whole thick amount of channels that's just all about slaps and whatnot.
1: Yeah, which is doubly crazy to me, because I mean back when I started doing stuff like the idea of that was a lot more crazy. The average comic book that's, you know, more than a few years old has retained value or is worth a lot more than it was then on average. Mm -hmm. Like I remember getting the entirety of like the authority and wildcats at a dollar an issue off my comic shop. And you can't do that anymore.
0: No, you can't. I For me, and Biggie, by the way, is a great channel and has a great personality for comics. But he's he's actually someone that's more his collection-based and, and grabbing keys. Very knowledgeable about where first appearances are. And he's someone I enjoy, right? Even though it's not my mm-hmm. style of collecting. Um, but yeah, the, the one for me was that I feel like I could get Omega Red's first appearance in a lot of dollar bins. Or maybe if it was like in... A, in a, you know, real nice condition. It was like a $4 book, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and now that book's like 30, 40 bucks right now. Yeah. And that's, you know what I mean? And that has, that, that X-Men 4 has minimum a million printings. You know, that Mm -hmm. definitely is a million out there. And, uh, and yeah, so that's just an example of that. Even X-Men 1 now, which you could find in dollar bins, even that one's getting high. And a, a little bit of that is pandemic, people have extra money kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's getting out of hand. You, you can't do what you did in the pandemic today. You won't be able to find those full runs for under $2 a book.
1: Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Which you is know, weird, because I mean, I was doing that just like a little while ago. Yeah, and... a few months ago. Yeah.
0: Um, I have an aversion because those uh, channels are cliff notes for crossovers. Yeah, it's true. You... I I do occasionally watch them, especially if I've read the comic and don't remember it. Mm. Does that make sense? And I don't want to like, I don't want to go read civil war again, for example, but I can't remember exactly what happened in it. No, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, But not often. I don't often do it. We got Biggie Shortbox saying hi. Um, Yeah. See, like I said, Biggie's like, yeah, just watch explained. And that's fine. I mean, if that's how you like to do like that, if that's like, what gets you the information, gets you excited. Like for my brother, he only cares about the MCU. He'll watch all the MCU and Star Wars stuff. He's just not a reader. You know, he just wants to get high and program. So let's see what Sleepy says here. Uh, I think the YouTube community keeps expanding and shifting in meaning. I think that's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Changing as different personalities come into the arena. Like Big E uses live streams in a way that wasn't done before. Um, Yeah that's true, but it's just so easy to live stream now. Like Biggie can do it from his phone now,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, and he just talks, sometimes he talks about comics. Sometimes he talks about like actual people in the community. So, um, I think we'll, uh, I think let's see what these guys say. We can like sort of wrap it up here. Uh, More people have webcams and are not averse to get online. That's absolutely true. Soon everyone will have a channel like an email just wait. Yeah. Well, Let's talk about that for a second. Like, for me, like, I I, this is what I tell people that are so worried about subs, right? I tell them to go look at Jim Mint's channel, who has over a hundred thousand subs, right? I don't even know if you know who Jim Mint is. Do you? No. Okay. Has over he's mostly like a statue and omnibus channel, but talks comics has over a hundred thousand subs, right? And he's he still has a job. Like he still has to go to work full time, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
1: So for me, YouTube has just become like, it's just a social network. That's, yeah, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. It's interesting for me hearing that because, I mean, my job's doing marketing and media and stuff. And like, yeah, I mean, having an email. But what's interesting is, I mean, you could think anybody would have this as an email, but there's so many people that are so averse to just putting their opinion out there or getting in front of a camera, like um, just stage fright or however you want to interpret it, public speaking, there's still a lot of aversion to that. So it's like a certain tick of people that are willing to do this. And a lot of people don't feel like this is public speaking, which is, I get it, but that's also kind of crazy at the same time. Yeah, it's
0: definitely, it's a different kind of public speaking, but it Mm definitely is. I can see the aversion though. Yeah you can, yeah. you can hide on the internet behind your avatar or your name or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And like when I, when I started, I have, I had jobs that wouldn't care. And and now I have a job that would care if I said something very crazy and they mm-hmm. found out, you know, so I could get it. I get it in that sense. Like people are like, I think that's why Dr. Monkeybot stopped getting on. I think he changed jobs and, and was worried about like being a, even though he's, you know, he was as proper as anyone, oh, you yeah. know, and I've, I've thought of that with this job, you know, cause I went from, I went from like, you know, open office tech company in finance to like a utility, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit more traditional. Um, yeah, but I just have to not make sure people don't know, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm a serial killer or something. You know, so
1: yeah, just gotta keep that under wraps.
0: Yeah, that's that's the bigger deal. Anyway, um, are you good?
1: I'm good. Unless, yeah, yeah. We got 14 yeah, people in
0: here still, but I think we had a good conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Nick almost didn't do the burrito when we said we were going to be on video versus just audio. Yeah, people are afraid of it. Definitely not for everyone. You know, and Nick and Nick is you know, 20 years in retail. So like, it's not like he even has like, he's an HR Stevie that you've uh, cited some quotes is an HR, for example. You know what I mean? He'll, he doesn't do have his own channel, but he'll hop on people's channels all the time. Laugh. Who knows what this guy's laughing his ass off about. Perry used to read comics. Now he reacts to videos. Um, let's see what sleepy says. There was a time when someone tried to get people fired from jobs by sending employers... Oh, you're going to have to... Do you know the story? I do. Oh, I so was in the middle of it at one point, which was... Were you, I'm actually curious about that, Damien. You have to tell me that uh, on Twitter or, or IG, private messages. And everyone's saying hi to each other. Um, okay, let's close it out. Gore says oh. it's done, and he sat here this whole time, so... Uh so yeah, let's close it out. Uh, thank you for being on. Hopefully it wasn't That's too
1: interviewish. Was it too interviewish? I've whatever. It was good. It's a fun time, but I mean if we do it again, like yeah, maybe a topic or two, so we're not like just randomly talking X-Men and then all over the place might be a little more entertaining no, for these. others. No, fuck these people. I mean right. they're they're still in here. If I if we want to talk about X-Men, we'll talk about X-Men. You know, yeah.
0: I did wanna I did um what we didn't talk about, which I did want to talk about. In a public setting was uh, you you having to get a new Twitter account, but we didn't touch on that very much. So. I mean, I can go through that if you want. <laughs> I mean, I know the story. I know what happened, but it's it is. Wait, which funny. one are we talking about? Uh, the shooting. What you said about the shooting. Oh, oh, well. Yeah, and we then don't... you had oh oh yeah. So oh yeah, you did lose two because then you were on the Untold. Well, for, yeah. and I wasn't sure if that was you, so I didn't interact with that. Yeah, that much. was me. Yeah, well, you weren't as um, sharp on the Untold. Podcast one,
1: yeah, intentionally, and that yeah, yeah. still didn't
0: matter. Oh, okay. So is your you your was your, your, was your uh, tweeting? Well, um What
1: what's goddamn milkman? By the way, where did you get that from? Or GD um, milkman? It, that was more of my video game handle. Oh, okay. and I just uh I'm using that, and then I, that's along with my video game podcast that I'm doing. So I don't know. I just needed something. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love goddamn milkman. I mean, it just
0: obviously. Obviously, you're terrified of the milkman. So, <laughs> anyway, we'll close it out. Thank you, Matt. Find Matt on Wednesday Serial on YouTube and goddamn Milkman and Twitter, and uh, and really just go down like maybe thirty tweets or something and just see him fight with Black Mass Studios. It's super entertaining. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Have a good one.